Welcome to the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and the crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. It's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective. You could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and we want to start the show by giving a very special shout out to all the fans out there, stateside and worldwide. Guys, thank you so much for the support that you've given the show. It is definitely showing up in the numbers. The growth that we have seen over the last couple of months has been exponential. Thank you so much for your support and for spreading the word. We would not be right here where we are without your support, and we do it here all for you. It was a great 2022, and we're continuing to close the year out strong. 2023 is going to be a big one out there, guys, so please make sure you stick with us, support the show, listen, subscribe, share, all of that. We need all your support. We want to get the word of the Vault Classic Music Reviews podcast to as many ears out there as we possibly can, so continue to do your good work, and we thank you, as always. A reminder, you can go to our website, vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can go and view our entire back catalog, check out our videos. You can also leave a review. Go to our Buy Me A Coffee page to support the show monetarily. And of course, you can get to all of our social media networks straight there from that page. Again, that's vaultclassicpod.com. Vaultclassicpod.com. Make sure you're visiting and show us some love. As we always say here on The Vault, our motto is hashtag open the vault, hashtag nothing but the classics or MBTC. And we have reached to the end of 2022. And I hope that you and your family have had a safe, holiday season and a prosperous holiday season. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate it. Also, happy Hanukkah to those of you who celebrate it and any other religious holiday out there coming up. The first day of Kwanzaa we're celebrating as well, Habar Ghani. And to all religious holidays during this holiday season across the globe, we want to give our season's greetings to all of you. It's the end of the year, so y'all know what it is. It is our year-end wrap-up in our rankings of the years that we covered this year on The Vault classic music reviews we're going to give you our album rankings for the years of 1992 1997 and 2002 it's going to be both hip-hop and also r&b albums from those years the rankings that we have coming up are albums that we have reviewed and a couple that we may have not directly reviewed on this podcast we wanted to give you all our rankings of the albums as we saw fit now again this is our list This is what we have ranked in regards to what I think and also the crew that I've interviewed, their rankings, what they've given me as well. So we're going to go with these rankings for 1992, 1997, and 2002. We're looking at, of course, not necessarily the commercial performance, but that does factor into it. But we're looking at originality, concepts, beats, lyrics, flow, sequencing, all of those different things are going to be put into play. And then obviously taking in the environment of each of these albums that they were released and then what their lasting impact is to this day. So without further ado, here's to a great 2022. And we're going to get right into it. First up on the docket is 1992. And we're going to do our ranking for hip hop albums first. 
Now, normally what I do is I do an honorable mention where I normally name about two albums, sometimes three albums of those that needed to be in the honorable mentions. Well, I had too many honorable mentions for there to be listed just in that category. So we're just going to rank them straight up. I don't quite have a top 10 for 1992, but I did get at least my nine top albums of the year. And here they are in order. Number nine, Daz Effects, Dead Serious. Number eight, EPMD, Business Never Personal. Coming in at number seven, Diamond D, Stunts, Blunts, and Hip Hop. Number six, The Far Side, Bizarre Ride to the Far Side. At number five, Ice Cube, The Predator. At number four, Gangstar, Daily Operation. Number three is Redman, What? The Album. Number two, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Mecca and the Soul Brother. And my number one album for 1992 is none other than Dr. Dre, The Chronic. I think a lot of people are not surprised by that being my number one album of the year. We talked about so many of these albums at length. This was our ranking. It was very, very hard to come up with. Just when I thought I had all the albums covered, I had another one missing from the list. And I had to make sure that I had them all in the order in which we perceived them. And also based on all the criteria we had listed on there, it came up with this order. So again, 1992, 9, Dies Effects, Dead Serious, 8, EPMD, Business Never Personal, 7, Diamond D, Stunts, Blunts, and Hip Hop, 6, The Far Side, Bizarre Ride to the Far Side, 5, Ice Cube, The Predator, 4, Gangstar, Daily Operation, 3, Red Man, What the Album, Two, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Mecca and the Soul Brother. And number one, Dr. Dre, The Chronic. Moving on to 1992 and the R&B albums. Another hard one. But here's how they shaped out. Coming in at number five, Boomerang, the original movie soundtrack. Number four, TLC. Ooh, on the TLC tip. And number three, En Vogue, Funky Divas. And number two, SWV, It's About Time. And at number one, none other than Mary J. Blige, What's the 411? (laughs) This was a really difficult list for me to put together. Really, from four to one was a struggle for me. And all these albums on here, including the Boomerang soundtrack, I loved all of them. But this really was a competitive year in R&B. And as you've heard from many of the reviews, especially the ones of these albums, that this led to a very competitive market in the R&B industry heading into 1993 and then going into the mid-90s. It really boomed, I would say, somewhat of a golden era of R&B music at that time with contemporary R&B. This was hard to put together, but I think I had it all in the right order. Really, I was kind of going back and forth between SWV and Mary J. Blige, but I think just Mary J's that What's the 411 is just something that hits so hard for me and listening to that album, not just when I did the review, but a little bit earlier on this year, I'm just reminded of so many good times and also what that career spawned after that album came out. So that's my love again for the 1992 R&B albums. Number five, the boomerang soundtrack. Number four, TLC on the TLC tip. Number three and Vogue funky divas. Number two, SWV. It's about time. And number one, Mary J. Blige. What's the four one one. Now we're moving on to 1997. In 1997, we again had to do away with the honorable mentions. Again, so many of them up there that it didn't make sense for me to put them in honorable mentions. I figure I'd just rank them in the order in which they were. So we're going to go again with my top nine albums of 1997. At number nine, 
Company Flow, Fun Crusher Plus. At number eight, Sound Bombing, the compilation, the original Sound Bombing. Number seven, Jay-Z, In My Lifetime, Volume 1. Number six, Common, One Day It'll All Make Sense. Number five, Camp Low, Uptown Saturday Night. At number four, OC, Jewels. At number three, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Forever. At number two, Capone Noriega, The War Report. And the number one album from 1997, Notorious B.I.G., Life After Death. This was hard for me to have to put through again. <laughs> this, I think, was probably just as difficult as 1992, if not more. <laughs> because there were so many albums on here. And really, there were a lot of places where these albums could flip-flop places. And trying to order these and then think about, well, here's one thing, but then, no, I want to consider this other thing on the album. I think I got it right here. And it was really difficult to put together. But 1997, we always talk about the comparison between 96 and 97. And I think that 97 is a lot better year than so many of us want to give it credit for. Man, this was really difficult. But again, in order, number nine, Company Flow, Fun Crusher Plus. Number eight, Sound Bombing, the Sound Bombing compilation, the original one. Number seven, Jay-Z in My Lifetime, volume one. Number six, Common, One Day It'll All Make Sense. Number five, Camp Low, Uptown Saturday Night. Number four, OC, Jewels. Number three, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Forever. Number two, Capone Noriega, The War Report. And number one, Notorious B.I.G., Life After Death. Man, that was hard. Now moving on to 1997 R&B albums. Again, another difficult year to rank. And this one, I actually do have honorable mentions. So with this, my honorable mentions for R&B albums for 1997 in a super stacked year when you hear just the honorable mentions. John B., Cool Relax, The Soul Food Original Soundtrack, and Usher, My Way. Now, I know some of y'all are like, hold on. My Way and Cool Relax and the Soul Food Soundtrack are in your honorable mentions? Yeah. Well, wait till I give you my top five. Number five, Adriana Evans. Self-titled album, Adriana Evans. Number four, Mary J. Blige, Share My World. Number three, Janet Jackson, The Velvet Rope. Number two, Erica Badu, Baduism. And the number one album from 1997, Mariah Carey, Butterfly. <laughs> oh, I know I can hear it now. I can hear it now. Like, oh, B, how could you rank this over that? I know, I know, I know. It's very, very difficult for me to do these rankings. And this R&B year of 1997 was absolutely crazy. I mean, we talk about all these classics, right? Usher My Way, Mariah Carey, Butterfly, Baduism, Velvet Rope, Share My World. The gem that's on there, that's Adriana Evans. Those of y'all who heard my review of hers earlier this year of that album, you know how I feel about that album. I could not include that in my top five. And this is just crazy that year. I mean, absolutely bananas what it would set up. And if you think that was crazy, just imagine what the next year would bring. And we're going to get to that next year in 2023. So again, for my 1997 R&B albums, honorable mentions, John B., Cool Relax, The Soul Food, Original Soundtrack, and Usher, My Way. The top fives, five, Adriana Evans, Adriana Evans. Number four, Mary J. Blige, Share My World. Number three, Janet Jackson, The Velvet Rope. Number two, 
Erica Badu, Baduism, and number one, Mariah Carey, Butterfly. <laughs> wow. Don't get easy. Now, 2002, we're going to move on to that year and we're going to start again with the hip hop albums. So 2002, the hip hop albums were a little bit easier for me to do, but still difficult though, especially when I got down to the nitty gritty. We're going to start at number five, Talib Kweli, Quality. Number four, Clips, Lord Willen. Number three, Nas, Godson. Number two, Eminem, The Eminem Show, and the number one album for 2002, Scarface, The Fix. So this was a little hard for me, especially when throwing in the fact that we didn't review Talib Kweli's on this podcast. I did do it on another one. And thinking back to that time, I knew I wanted to include that on my top five because I thought that was one of the better albums of the year. But getting down to it, I mean, this was hard, but not really that difficult. I knew that I wanted Scarface to be number one because to me, that was the best album of that year. And the Eminem show I thought was great as well. Nas' Godson, we did the review for that a couple of weeks ago. You guys know what I feel about Clips, Lord willing. But a really solid year, even one that I think some people will say was a down year. But I think overall, the music year was absolutely popping. And we'll actually get into the R&B albums next. But before we do, just to recap 2002, Top five hip-hop albums for The Vault. Five, Talib Kweli, Quality. Number four, Clips, Lord Willen. Number three, Nas's Godson. Number two, Eminem Show. And one, Scarface, The Fix. Now, moving on to the 2002 R&B albums. We don't have a top five here. We just have a top four, and we're going to list these in order from four to one. Number four, we have India Ari, Voyage to India. Number three, we have Floetry, Floetic. Number two, we have Music, Just Listen. And at number one, we have Brandy, Full Moon. I feel pretty good about this, actually. <laughs> I think if I was as sure about any of the rankings or the list here, the smallest amount of debate definitely was with the 2002 R&B albums. I think there was definitely clear-cut choices, and at number one definitely was going to be Full Moon with Brandy. An absolutely incredible album and a masterpiece, but definitely great albums there by Music and Flow Tree and also India Ari. I think if you talk to most people, especially with Music and India Ari, there's a bit of a dispute about whether or not these are their best albums or not, especially with India Ari. I think many would say Acoustic Soul, but still, great year for R&B. There were also great projects put out by Ashanti. Also great project put out by A. Marie. As we mentioned in my podcast with that summer of 2002, that was a year that I felt the R&B and hip hop definitely made for a great partying atmosphere that summer and made it one of the more memorable summers of my adulthood. So there we go, guys. My rankings and list. I know there's going to be a lot of debate about this. <laughs> and like I said, this is just our list. This is the vaults list. So I would love to hear from everyone and get feedback on the list. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you have the albums in a different order? I would suspect that many of you do. And that's cool because that's part of the thing about this podcast and about hip hop culture and hip hop talk. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. There really is no right answer. There are very few universal truths in hip hop and R&B music and in music overall. So let's sit down and talk about it. Go ahead. Hit us up on social media. Give us a shout on Twitter. Shout us out on Instagram. Also hit us up on TikTok. Lots of great things coming up on TikTok for this year, y'all. So make sure y'all are connected to us 
of course, at Vault Classic Pod on all of them, you can reach us to our list. And it's been a great year. So we want to thank everybody and thank you all. Give yourselves a round of applause for the work that you've done in spreading this podcast. Guys, we started this almost three years ago with the idea that we sat down at my kitchen table with just an idea of coming up with the podcast, talking about classic hip hop albums that mirrored what me and my friends did at the lunch table. And the fact that we're sitting here almost three and a half, close to four years later with almost 100,000 total downloads in three and a half years. And no big budgets, not a big marketing or promotion, just literally word of mouth and what you all have been able to find by searching on the internet because you love old school hip hop and R&B. And there's a lot of things to say about that. I think that so many of us from my generation, this strikes a chord with us because it strikes back to a time when life was so much simpler, that we had so few cares in the world, that we didn't have so many complicated things to think about, that we think about when that music serves as a soundtrack to our lives. It makes us feel good. It brings back nostalgia. It makes us harken back to days when we knew that the world was in front of us and everything was possible and sometimes we lose sight of that so i don't want you all to forget that even though we're here with adulthood some of us are parents or spouses or caretakers i want us to all to remember that hey everything is still possible out there and there's nothing that you can't do if you put your mind to it and as we get ready to close out this podcast for this our last one of 2022 we want you all to stay tuned for 2023 podcast wise and business wise it's going to be a big year for the vault classic music reviews and for me b cox But even personally, as I close out, I want to share some personal news for all the listeners out there. I've held this in for some time, and I thought that this would be an appropriate time for me to break the news out. My wife and I are expecting our first child. We're expecting a boy coming in March, and we're very excited about it. I'm super excited and stoked, and I'm praying for my wife and for my son that we have a healthy delivery and a healthy baby boy comes here in March. But I'm excited and over the moon to have my child come into this world for my wife and I to become parents. And I can't wait to do all the things that you guys tell me about being a parent. And I'm loving the fact that it's about to come for me soon. I'm praying from my lips to God's ears that he's here. I want to share that with you all and I'll keep you all updated. But next year is going to be busy, including with the baby on the way. I want to make sure that I give you guys all the content that you know and love from the vault classic music reviews podcast next year. It's 93, it's 98, it's 03. And when I'm telling you the content we have lined up with some of the albums that we have listed coming up, the schedule was absolutely bananas. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Keep following us on social media, check in at vaultclassicpod.com. Thank you all for the support. And if you know anything about us, if we did anything great the previous year, we're gonna top it the next year. And that is gonna wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. Please make sure you are visiting us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can learn more about the show, check out our past episodes, join our mailing list, leave a review, or if so inclined, you can leave us a voice note. Click the blue microphone in the bottom right-hand corner to leave us a voice note to let us know what you think about the show or to just show us some love. To support the show, click the coffee cup shaded in yellow in the bottom left-hand corner to access our Buy Me A Coffee page. On Buy Me A Coffee, you can give a small monetary donation to support the show to ensure that we can keep the vault open for many years to come. You can also visit us on social media at Vault Classic Pod on IG, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also hit us on YouTube and our Facebook page. Like and follow us on social media. Subscribe to the pod and the YouTube channel. We do it here all for you. 
We appreciate the support. And if you have a friend, tell a friend and make sure that that friend tells a friend. Always remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary or ordinary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and visit us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com.